Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is being called an epic legal battle. Scarlett Johansson suing Disney. Why is it epic? Because just the dollar amounts involved? Well, it's, it's also epic, really, because often they do this stuff behind closed doors. A star going public against a major studio is pretty much a no-no because now the studio's mad at her, as we saw in the response from Disney. I mean, that was a very aggressive response. I mean, to say that what, what, cal- they use the word callous. Let me find the exact quote. Sad and distressing, accusing her of showing callous disregard for the effects of the COVID-19 crisis. Sad. I'm assuming they're saying it's sad on her part. They're going, oh, that that's sad that she would even do this. Distressing to them? Or are they suggesting she's distressed or in some kind of mental distress? What is that supposed to mean? Yeah, it's it sounds it's it sounds like it could be either. And it definitely is an attack back. Look, normally these let's dial back for just a second. Normally, if a star has a problem with a studio the agent is negotiating with the studio people. And actually, in this case, they did try and do that because what this case is about is a really big deal. Disney, HBO Max had a, a, a thing last year where they announced the same during COVID. So let's go back before that. Prior to COVID, movies are released exclusively to a theater, usually for 90 to 120 days. And what HBO Max announced was they were going to simultaneously release movies on the HBO Max streaming service. And they negotiated with the stars of those movies to pay them differently. So Scarlett's contract with Marvel Studios, which is wholly owned by Disney nowadays, that's a whole other aspect of this that we can discuss. But her contract was with Marvel And it said she gets paid X number of dollars. Disney leaked, much to Scarlett Johansson's agent's chagrin, CAA, leaked that she was paid a $20 million salary and that her contract had huge bonuses based on box office. So HBO Max had similar contracts but said, oh, we recognize that releasing it concurrently on our streaming service is going to cannibalize any potential theatrical you know, box office receipts. Disney refused to do that with Scarlett Johansson. So she's claiming she lost out on up to $50 million in bonuses. Did they do this with other stars and not with her? Yes. Why? We also found out that they renegotiate, not necessarily on this movie, of course, but on other movies, we found out that they Disney had renegotiated as well. Um, but for some reason, with Scarlett Johansson, they didn't i mean this is um would it have been up to her attorney to pursue that before this and try and 
address it before it came to this? Yes. So they and it it there's at least according to Variety, the the trade publication in Hollywood, um, the the haggling had gone uh, on behind closed doors, and that they Disney basically didn't respond. Marvel responded to Disney, and. And what was so interesting, Marvel was like, yeah, yeah, we'll make sure to take care of this. We'll address this topic. And nobody ever did. And according to, um, yeah, so here's the 2019 email between Scarlett Johansson's legal team and Marvel chief counsel. That's the, the head attorney for Marvel Studios, Dave Galuzzi, in which the studio, and I'm reading this out of Variety is where I found this. The studio attorney promised a traditional theatrical bow, quote, like our other pictures, while adding, quote, we understand that should the plan change, which means simultaneous release is changing the plan. So continuing, should the plan change, we would need to discuss this with you and come to an understanding as the deal is based on a series of very large box office bonuses, confirming what the filing from her team says. I mean, they, they filed a lawsuit and it says Disney intentionally interfered, intentional interference with contractual relations. So Disney said, no, 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 we, we want to release it on the streaming service simultaneously. And then what about their response being so personal? It seems like a lot of time you see legal battles play out in a kind of a, just a more neutral way. But why are they taking this kind of personal shot at her and even accusing her of being insensitive about COVID and they're kind of playing the COVID angle? Is that that's not typical. What's going on there? It, it's not typical. It is, that is a very aggressive stance um, that would show a desire. So let's let's step back. Yeah, I mean, also, I was just going to add to that. It seems so tone deaf in today's world to use those terms when you're addressing a woman. It almost seems they just fell short of using the word hysterical. They could have just thrown that in there. I mean, whoa. Yeah, that it was it was very it was unusually aggressive response from the studio. Here's why. Here's what's at stake. OK, Th this is what really matters in. Typical contracts, so the big stars have total, by the way, 100,000 actors in Hollywood total across the, the world. I mean, so I think SAG has something, SAG after has 120,000, I'm guesstimating. I think that was a number I've seen recently. Number of members of the union. A lot of people work in Hollywood. 99.999% of the people get standard contracts from the studios. There's, you can negotiate a little bit. The big stars in these Marvel movies, so this is a multi-billion dollar franchise. These big stars have all negotiated separate, totally different contracts than any normal actor gets. And in this case... Scarlett gave uh, uh, they, they've they, Scarlett said, I'm going to take a, a, a I'm, I'm air quoting a smaller initial paycheck, but they all did. This is not just unique to Scarlett. All of the Marvel stars have done this. I'm going to take a smaller initial paycheck with big bonuses on the back end based on the ticket sales. So, like I said, the HBO Max people did address this. Their legal team, their negotiators, they were on it. They addressed it. They're not facing any of these lawsuits that I've seen. Disney has taken a different approach. And because this all happened during COVID and Disney released Disney Plus during COVID, 
Um, they're looking at this as a long-term play. I'm that's my that's my take on it is they're looking at this as a long-term play of we're not renegotiating any contracts that we signed before COVID. Too bad. This is the the world has changed, and this is how it's going to go. And I just want to make a comparison for a moment. Think back to the music industry when when MP3s, Napster, streaming music became a thing. The music business tried taking that approach at first too, and it created utter chaos until all the parties came together and said, oh, it's a new business model. We have to look at it a different way. Disney is putting a stake in the ground saying, I'm, I don't want to renegotiate these contracts. Scarlett Johansson saying, look, this is not my fault that you decided to simultaneously rele- release this. So you've cannibalized my sales, according to the industry insiders. And I'm owed a lot of money for this. You can't just take that from me because you made a business decision that wasn't in my interest. And by the way, my contract was with Marvel and Disney. Marvel and I aren't making money based on what you're doing with Disney Plus. So this is a problem and we have to address it. And this is in the contract. Which part? Everything you just said. I mean, that's... So she gets gets the box office receipts, which, which she will get a percentage of the Disney Plus, but... Everybody in the business says the same thing. When you pay the 30 bucks for the early access on Disney Plus, it's a one-time sale. Um, and it's five people, 10 people in a household. Our household, we, we bought Black Widow. Love the movie. I bought it on Disney Plus because we were not going to go to a movie theater. So this is actually Disney's argument against Scarlett right now and her legal team. I'm not going to the movie theater to watch Black Widow. I won't do it. I won't do it. We got the Delta variant. We're in crowded Los Angeles. I'm not taking my family to a movie theater right now. I love the movies. I love movie theaters. You know that. We used to go to like every movie. We would go. We AMC Stubbs members. We went every time. We love the movie theater. We love the experience. It's beautiful. Not during COVID. And so we paid the 30 bucks for our family to sit at home and watch our, our TV And we did. And we watched it once, maybe one and a half times. And that's it. But Disney's argument against Scarlet is exactly that. Look, these people weren't going to the movie theater anyway. So you actually made money, a percentage off of those 30 bucks that we paid because we're going to pay something off of that. So it, this is, this is a fascinating argument. But just because they have that good argument doesn't mean that's what she agreed to. Correct. And, and that's the that's the crux of this. And again, her agreement was with Marvel. And the chief counsel for Marvel said in that email that I read just a couple of minutes ago, yeah, we'll address this. And they never did. So if I'm Scarlett's attorney, I'm saying you negotiated in bad faith. As a matter of fact, you never even negotiated. You signed this contract with us. Everything changed. You said you were going to negotiate with us. You didn't. Disney did something to their own benefit. By the way, Disney Plus got a 4% stock bump when Black Widow released on Disney Plus Early Access. So the executives for Disney make a ton of money. Scarlett doesn't. And so this idea of this intentional interference in a contract is, is a fascinating legal argument. And ultimately... It's to bring Disney to the table and settle. So if I'm, again, if I'm Scarlett's attorneys, I'm arguing this strenuously, saying they owe me $50 million, knowing I'm, I want, I'm aiming for a settlement of 15 to $20 million. 
that that's kind of the, the legal strategy behind that, typically. She's getting a lot of support from, it sounds like, Hollywood insiders and agents and other actors. But is this the kind of thing that could come back to haunt her in some way? Unfairly, obviously. But is Disney that powerful? She's pretty well-established in Hollywood. But they're playing kind of dirty. Are they going to try to, you know, put her in her place? Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's what they're arguing. When they were that vocal back, that's exactly what that was. Um, and that's why there are a lot of people uh, uh, allegedly behind the scenes who are highly supportive of Scarlett in this fight. Again, if you're not a Scarlett Johansson level actor, you're not able to take on the studio like this because you're worried that your career is over. But I mean, could it affect her negatively? Yes. Disney is likely not to sign her in another thing for a long time. So, but, but again, she has a very strong career. She can go to any number of other studios, work on any number of other projects. But if you're not that A-plus list caliber, you're not able to walk away from Disney and Marvel like this. So it's really important for her to do this for other actors in the future, too. And well, it's great that she's in a position of power to do it. And, and speaking up. And, and so that's what a lot of people are saying in the business is that this is to help fight for everybody else. Disclaimer. Law Junkie's show, including its guests and hosts, are not giving out legal advice, but discussing general legal issues. Law Junkie's show does not guarantee that the legal issues discussed are fully accurate, and it's not specific to whatever legal issues you may be experiencing. None of this advice is to be acted upon in your situation. Please seek legal advice from a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction for your individual legal matter.